When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Yeah! Sliwa is wherever Sliwa goes when he takes time off. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Andy Kamenetsky in the house. How you feeling, AK? Good, man. Good. Yeah. You ready for this? I'm so Do ready. Do you know where Sliwa went? No. Nobody knows where Sliwa <laughs> so goes. So I, I, I don't know. I, I gave up. I, I've kind of given up asking because it's like trying to ask, uh, like, he, he may be an assassin or a CIA agent or something that I've asked, like, hey, where are you going? What are you doing? It's always, oh, I got some stuff. You could only you could only be brushed aside so many times before you just FBI stop asking. Agent. I mean, that's obviously one potential explanation. Sliwa does work for the government. Yep. He does, you know, sort of off the books work wet, for the wet government. Work. <laughs> wet work, exactly. Like the type of work that you can't talk about. That yes. if, if you know, if anybody ever finds out about this, frankly, Slee could be the next victim. <laughs> right. But there's always the chance that it's just incredibly boring. And he like doesn't want to be. say it what it be. is. Yeah, he may maybe this is the only time he could see his accountant or, or something like, like that. This, is, this could be that laundry day. Maybe laundry day. Maybe he's going to get the uh, the three item combo. Did you hear that? That did not. No, that did not go this? well. It, it do I do I even attempt to yeah, explain what that him. was? Please tell him. So one of the things we had on Ask Slee one day, which by the way, Ask Andy coming up ten forty five today. Uh, eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. If you want to get in and do that, um, was. You go to a Mexican restaurant and you're getting a three-item combo, and obviously rice and beans are included. What are your three items? He kept asking about why the rice and beans were there, and could he get corn? And we never got to, and we've and ultimately landed on the fact I don't think he's ever been to a place that has <laughs> combinations on the menu. What are you arguing about? It's at that point you're getting five sides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the problem? Yeah, just out, out out of curiosity, the three items you would get in your three item combo at a Mexican restaurant. Yes. Um, and tortillas obviously just don't. They no, don't you count just we're talking this. entrees. Just the thing that like you can get tamales, you can get enchiladas, tacos. Okay, whatever, you know whatever you want. I'm probably going tamale. Okay, especially if the place is good because a good tamale is not easy to find. Sure, going some type of street taco. Okay. Probably, probably pork. Good. Because I, I, I See, love. We're, we're done. We've already, we've already, we've, well, no, I, I, we got the right answer. I got a, I got a third item. <laughs> we're, not, we're not done yet. We're not absolutely done. Well, but, but you understand the game. I, so yes. This, yeah, and your third item would be uh, my third item. I would go. God, what? Are, I'm blanking on the name of it. Uh, is it a sopa? Oh is yeah, that, like a little, the little sandwich kind of thing. Um, not the tour. Pupusa, uh, pupusa, I guess. Well, I. Sopa, what I thought I'm thinking of is it's basically like a, it's almost like a hard shell. It's like, a, it's not like a tortilla. It's like a hard shell deal that you can usually you put refried beans on it, then like cabbage. Oh, yeah. Then a meat. I want that. I, right. I don't know what that's called, but I want that. Is that a sopa? Sure. I, I, I'm going to call it that now. So they'll, they'll correct us on Twitter here in 30 seconds. My, my Mexican American <laughs> wife is going to be extremely unhappy with me right now. I here's the thing. I made these last week at home. Like I know what this. When is. you googled the recipe, what did you? Well, well first I didn't Google anything. I knew oh, you just whipped it. it out. Yeah, I nice. I mean, whipped out the recipe. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> whipped out the recipe. You didn't let me finish. I was I was I was clearing my throat. Um, it, I I yeah I knew how to make it. There's you you can get the the base of it again. I'm I'm describing it as. Like a hard shell tortilla, that's wrong. I just can't think of something better. It's like a, it's like a cornmeal base. Okay, that's hollowed out a little bit. That you again usually put in like refried beans, some type of cheese. Usually it's like the cojita, something like that. And then I put cabbage on top of it, some type of protein. That sounds really salsa. good. Oh, it's great. I'm in on that. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, mean, I just once you can remember what the name of it is, no, let me know. Right, sopa. I'm getting that next sopa, time. as I suspected, is soup. <laughs> Yeah, that just I'm feel, I was thinking uh, torta when you said it first. That's the sandwich, right? Torta's yeah. a sandwich, yeah. and maybe it's pupusa. I we'll figure it out. Well, now I need to know. Hold on, is that is that the answer to the question, Emily? 
On, it's not on, a papoose. I didn't think so. There. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Is that the answer to our question? Is Sebastian? Uh, yes. Go okay. ahead. Take Hold Sebastian and yeah, Santa. Let, let's let's go to Sebastian at Santa Ana, who's going to clear this up for us. What do you got, Sebastian? No worries. Yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and give respect. That was pretty darn close. You said sofa. It's sofa. But uh, thank you. Thank you, Sebastian. <laughs> Sopace? Is that what it is? Yes. it's Instead of sopa, it's with an E at the end. Correct, Sebastian? Correct. That's right. Thank you. So do do uh, is is this something that we want to put in our three-item combo? Sebastian? Yeah. Is that, that great, it sounds man. amazing. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's described right now by, by the always authentic Wikipedia. <laughs> Sope is a traditional Mexican dish consisting of a fried masa base, okay. like I was describing, with savory toppings, as I was also describing. You had me at savory. <laughs> it's really yeah it, so that would be my three-part combo it would be there you go the sope it would be the tamale and then a street taco likely with pork that mace sounds... just texted us and said can you please give the recipe again i'm taking notes okay okay mace uh Mason up. you start with the sope itself which you can get at any supermarket you can even get it like ralph's like they're they're very very common um i typically heat it up a bit in the air fryer Ooh, um, yeah, you can use it for that. Um, it gives it like a like a fried type crunch. Then you put a layer of black beans or refried some type of refried beans, like either refried black, refried, little bit of pinto, little bit of both, maybe. maybe a little bit of both. That's always an option, uh, like a cojita cheese, something like that. Uh, then I usually put cabbage on there. I've okay. seen shredded lettuce, something like that's fine. Then you go with your protein. Then you go with your salsa. There you go, Mace. Start cooking. Bring bring some in. We'll see you at about 12.55 and uh, bring in a, a, a plate of sopes. That sounds quite good. Mace quite good. just said he was being sarcastic. Well, no. Too late. Now he's got to make them. Yeah. And then, and then, although he'd probably make them in his bed, which would, would. Be, which would be a... I don't want it. I've changed my mind. Air I'm fryer in his that. bed? <laughs> well, extension cords and I'm, I'm picturing some sort of... Um, like TV tray that he could put over his waist. Mace just tweeted. Mace just texted us. It ain't the Chef Andy show. It is today, pal. (laughs) (laughs) You you do your show in three hours, Mace. Exactly. Look, I'm here that somebody's as excited to talk about this stuff as you are because sometimes my level of enthusiasm for the minutia of cooking is is lost. So was Slee getting in the weeds of the side dishes? No, no, if I'm being honest, and Ireland, I think, said it best. He's like, I'm convinced he's never stepped foot in a Mexican restaurant. Because if you open the menu, there's the things. And then on page two, typically, is combinations. And one item combination, two item combination, three, and all the things. And every Mexican restaurant I've ever been to, the combination implies the rice and beans are already on the plate. What do you want to put in the middle of the plate? You got the rice on your left. You got your beans on your right. And we're going to build a little mountain of things in the middle. And that's the part he couldn't quite um, comprehend. It would- Guacamole was one of his choices. <laughs> um, there were there was there were some things that just didn't add up. It would be a pretty amazing feat for Sliwa to have grown up in San Diego, then migrated to L.A. And be totally unfamiliar with a Mexican restaurant. I've already derailed the show. I've already spent way too much time thinking about exactly what you just said. Exactly that. Like, wait. He's a San Diegan by birth who moved to Los Angeles. This is confusing to me, and it it never really added up. So we'll we'll just stick a pin in that and move on. Um, the last time you were here, I was trying to figure out uh, what I was going to do for my wife for our anniversary, which is coming up here in just a few days. Um, and I came to a conclusion, and I ordered something, and I was very excited on what I landed on. And went to the effort to find what I wanted and had it shipped to the house and all of these things. And the entire thing blew up in my face this morning. Like five days short of my anniversary, the whole thing went south in in a matter of one text. Emily and I are preparing for the show. And Emily did, I just, I get a text and I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was crushed in the moment. Yeah. Like you were both a mix of like almost crying and laughing at the same time. Cause you're like, of course this happened to me. You're like, Oh no. And I'm like, what did someone die? Did all this stuff? Like I, I, I didn't see this on Twitter. And then you explained to me what happened uh, with your wife. So w- Susan and I are not really like gift givers. Right. right? You, you and I yeah. went through this. Right. So, so just, it's our 25th anniversary. It's a big one. And we, we typically don't, you know, it's not like, oh, a birthday, and anniversary. We don't always do some. We go out to dinner. We spend, we spend time together, all that stuff. But we're not really gift-giving people. It's not our deal. This being a special occasion, I decided, you know, I, sh- I should do something that, that is specific to her, to her, to us, 
and, and our relationship together. And one of the things that we really like to do together is go to wineries, take wine trips, and, and enjoy wine together. I know that she is always really touched when she gets a glass of wine somewhere that comes at a very specific temperature for the wine. That, that this wine at this temperature and this wine at that temperature. That's something that elevates the experience for her. Something in wine fridge. Okay, I'm going to get the wine fridge. And they're not inexpensive, but it's 25th anniversary. I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to do it. So I do, and I order it. And it, it's a refrigerator. It's not like something that they leave on the front porch, right? Um, and I'm tracking it, right? Ordered. And so I ordered this thing. And for the last two weeks, ordered. No update. And click here for delivery status. Clicking it every couple of hours because I want to make sure that I have my bases covered when this thing's coming up. This morning, I just get a picture of my living room with this giant wine box refrigerator sitting there with the text from Susan, um, I thought we weren't going to do presents. Okay. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in you, Travis. In me? Yes. Why? Okay. <laughs> Flintstones. Why is this my fault? Okay. You and I talked about this, as you recall, yes. a few a few weeks ago. Yes. Whenever this came up. I said to you, if you're going to do this, you need to talk with Susan ahead of time about whether or not you're doing gifts. Yes, which I did. What did you guys land on? So we landed on, yeah, I mean, if you want to do something, that's fine, but we're not going to go oh, big. All of these oh, things. Oh, you but amateur. No, no, no. It was one of these things that it felt like there may be something coming back the other way. So mm. I need to make sure that I'm prepared. And, and I, let, me, let me be perfectly honest. I wanted to do something. This is, I wanted to mark the occasion. What you wanted to do is so secondary, thirdary with all of this. Go on. The goal, the goal, the like top priority whenever you get your significant other a gift, don't piss them off in the process. I don't think she's pissed off. I, I, I but think you, but you I are, got the wine glass emoji at the back end of the text. Right. Okay. Well, so, well, the way you described the text, I thought we're not doing gifts. No, it's a wine glass emoji and the smile emoji. Okay. You didn't, you didn't include that. Part. Okay. You so just said, I thought, you, say it again. Clearly, she's not mad. No, no. Well, I didn't know that. When yeah. you initially said- Oh, my, my When you bad. initially said, I thought we weren't doing no, gifts, I think, that implied you left me out the no, dry. No, 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 no. I don't, I, that's why, not the only reason why, but when I broached the subject before, like, hey, I, we're going out to dinner tonight. My mom and dad are coming down. All my kids are coming. We're going to have a nice 25th anniversary celebration tonight. And then Susan, and our actual anniversary is on Tuesday. Um, we're, the two of us are going to go out. So we're going to go do these things, but I-, I I wanted to get her something because I wanted to get her something. But it also, there was an element of, I get in the sense there's something coming back the other way, so I need to be prepared. Well, but here's the thing, though. If you guys had said, now, was it a, was it a, eh, do whatever you want? Or was it a, well, do whatever you want? Because there's a difference. It was more the second one. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yes, you need to get something. Yes. At that point. like I could have got a nice card, but I gave it some thought. I came I, up with a thoughtful idea. I, I think you passed this thing. <laughs> I think you passed it. But you passed it in part because you took my advice, which was talk about this. But see, you, I'm showing you the picture right now. There's just this giant industrial crate in my living room right now. Like, I wanted to surprise her. I wanted there to be a reveal. Oh, I, see, I wanted I, to do all of these things. But I think that's great, though. Oh, okay. Because now she's just going to be thinking about this box. You know, what's in the box? No, no, see, here's the problem. On the box, it says, I'm not going to say the name brand, but it says, blank industrial wine refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Hold on. Well, that was just an eyesore. I, I don't think it's industrial. Let me see. Uh, Built-in wine refrigerator, uh, not industrial. Well, uh, should have taken a Sharpie and, to and, that. And there's a picture on the side of the box. <laughs> So I, I think I think that the the jig is up. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah. Surprise! There you go. Well, so I th I think you passed, especially once the text had the wine emoji yes. and the smiley face. That's fine. It just sounded for a second like she felt no, left I, out to dry. I, no, not that she was like I I. But I wanted to surprise her. I because I did, I 
think it's something she will really like. I know it's something she'll really like, and now it's just like no, but you it's like surprise. getting an Amazon delivery. Like, oh yeah, I forgot I ordered that. But you did surprise her though, because she did not expect a wine <sighs> fridge. It, well, no, that's a surprise. No, I guess, but I would have liked to have presented it. I would have just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just put a little ribbon. on We're gonna wear like a top hat, <laughs> tails. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna set up some like maybe, a <laughs> maybe just a top hat and tails. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh it's God. the twenty fifth anniversary, right? Maybe we're trying to get. I'm started here. <laughs> Round two. We're going to get it going. Keep it spicy. <laughs> you know, you, hey, it's the only way it's going to happen. All right, let's talk a little bit about what we got coming up on Sunday with the Rams because I have a very basic question that I have absolutely no answer to at this point. Are the Rams good? That's next. It's Travis Slee, and he's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So I needed this one explained to me. I would have never gotten this song. <laughs> this is Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Is that, do I have that right, Yes, that's Taylor? correct. <laughs> okay. Um, we do, I can't say that guy. That guy's been canceled. But where is Lee? Like where, <laughs> wrong guesses only at Travis Rogers at Cam Brothers on Twitter. Is that right? Yeah, at Cam Brothers. Yeah, so you can go ahead and send to be those clear, Slee has not been canceled. No, no, not Slee. I was just there. Used to be a guy on TV that where in the world is so and so, but we don't talk about him anymore. So we'll just we'll just keep him. Slee has not been canceled. <laughs> Slee has the day off. It's, it's as simple as that. But where in the world is Slee with San Diego? He's in. He's the man of mystery. He's the international man of mystery. It's something either really really high-end exciting dangerous you know not really above board shark diving yeah (laughs) shark diving for the government like oh yeah like he's training sharks to work for the government yes i mean like he's doing something really really just next level exciting bordering on a legal that sort of thing or it's so benign, it's embarrassing. He's, he's cleaning out a sock drawer. He's getting his closet yes. organized for Laker season. Yeah. The only hint I got was yesterday. Uh, so we saw him at wherever the location was. He had a very plain background with curtains, but there was birds in the background. So maybe he's somewhere he's in, in nature. He's in aviary. <laughs> he's, he's, he's visiting the San Diego Zoo aviary. He's, he's got a macaw fascination. You know what, man? There, I'll stand up for Slee right now. If that's what he's doing there is nothing wrong with taking a little pto to go down to the san diego zoo okay except for zoos are deeply depressing places to go <laughs> yeah i'm not a zoo fan whatsoever. it's 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 animal prison that they, they, they they've been captured from their natural environments and forced to live in these pens it, but deeply well, it, bums i think out. it depends i think it depends a lot on the zoo i think it depends a lot on the animal we, we like to think that the lions are depressed not being out in the wild, captured in this pen. The reality is these lions hit the jackpot. <laughs> it sucks to be a lion out in the wild. Well, I mean, to you. You got, a, you got a lot of room to move around. There's right. gazelles and, to eat. And, and predators other... <laughs> everywhere. No, lions don't have any predators, do they? Lionesses, I believe. Mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, a, One a of the, zoology I expert. Hippos, but... I think, can kill them probably. Yeah, oh, it's it, the jungle man. It's the worst. Yeah, if you're a, <laughs> like if, if you're, you're an animal, if you're a uh, impala, perhaps. But okay, if you're the if you're a, a zoo or a lion, I feel like you have like a harem of lionesses, <laughs> and, and you've got you've got the entire. Uh, Here's the thing: the harem, Serengeti to Rome. The harem sounds great <laughs> at a surface level, but then it's hard enough. Think about how hard it is to balance your one relationship. <laughs> 
and to keep your one significant other happy. Now try multiplying that by 10. You got 10 lionesses that you got to keep them all happy. They're all giving each other the side eye. <laughs> yeah, you think you're not. Oh, he, he she thinks over, she's he cute. He came over by my cave last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you don't need that. It's drama. It's constant drama. And you've seen The Lion King, right, Travis? You I, know, I, there are ways that lions can look, be. Look, I don't know if there's an actual you know. scar out in the wild that's getting ready to throw his brother off. a bunch of buffalo. Could, yeah. Like, yeah. let me tell you, you don't, don't, know, you don't think those flamingos... All of the, like a flamingo, I don't think has the brain power to know what's going on. But, but but they have the brain power to know they're getting chased by a predator. But when you have that elephant, he's looking at you like you did this to me. <laughs> look, look at this. I, I'm in here because of you. Because you wanted to bring Junior to gawk at me from a safe distance. Now I'm here. And now what do you want me? To I do? think it depends a lot on the zoo itself. Again, some of them are basically, you know, it's the equivalent of being a slumlord. Like it's the equivalent of like the way Donald Sterling would treat tenants, like things like that. But there's some, there are some zoos where I think the animals are cared for well. Like, okay, we're, we both enjoy Dan Lebetard, like Ron yes. Ron McGill. Did you hear that they mentioned me on Dan Lebetard? Yes, the other I day? did. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was waiting. I, I knew you and Brian obviously are Lebetard fans. I got it from a handful of different people. But the, the only part about it that bummed me out is that I've never been called Trav on the Jim Rub Show a single time in my life. I guess maybe maybe the Slee and Trav show is catching on more than per, you perhaps, thought, or perhaps. at least in the Miami area. <laughs> in the greater Miami area. Does Travis go me. deep? Travis goes deep! Did I do Dash. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, did, did I hit that no, button? No, that was me. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. I'm going, I, yeah, I, I, look, Taylor was on the right team, so he, he understands how this works. Um, I need to tell you later about Ball Four, Taylor. I, I, you ever read Ball Four by Jim Bouton, Andy? I know the book. I've never yeah, read it. Okay. It's a giant book. It, it, we're going to talk about it. I, I read through some of it last night. I'd like to offer some um, disclaimers before you start to hammer through it, but that's uh, that's for another day. All right, Rams and Cardinals. Sunday afternoon, pregame show starts 1130. That would be Travis Rogers and Kirk Morrison on the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings countdown to kickoff. Here's, here, here's my question, Andy, because I'm struggling to come up with the answer myself. Are the Rams a good team so far this season? And and I'm I'm trying very hard not to fall into the trap that I think everybody's falling into with them, which is comparing them to what they were a year ago. The team's gone. It's 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 a different team. It's not that team. Whitworth's not there. Darius Williams isn't there. OBJ's not there. They're 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 a different team. Um, and I think the answer is I don't know yet. They were not good in the opening act against Buffalo, which after seeing Buffalo play again makes you feel better. About I don't know if anybody's Rams. good against Buffalo. I agree. But Atlanta's not great, and they they had a really lousy second half. They don't run the ball particularly well. It feels like they're relying super heavy on Cooper Cup, and they're not able to stay on the field when they need to stay on the field. And I don't even know if we're going to have an answer after Sunday afternoon because Arizona is that teed-up team that they're always going to tattoo or seemingly they've only lost to them once in the Sean McVay era. I don't know how good this team is, and I don't think we're going to have a, a, a decent feel for it until a week from Monday when they play the Niners on Monday Night Football. My my feel so far on the Rams is I think they're a good team because there's enough evidence and enough holdovers. We've seen we've seen the evidence that they're good. What I don't think you can answer yet is whether or not they're great mm. because last year, other than what was it like a maybe a three or four week dip. They yeah, were, they were a great team. They were last year, all year long. Other than the, they didn't win a game in November, they had a bye and they lost three times. Right. They but other were, than that, they were sharp. Right. They were a great team last year. So the question is, does the absences of an Andrew Whitworth or an old Odell Beckham Jr. or other players that were either there last year or Von know, Miller, Von Miller, a Van Jefferson being out right now? Mm-hmm. Are these the things that keep them from being a great team? How much of that can be overcome by Van Jefferson returning, Odell Beckham Jr. eventually getting signed? That sort of thing. They're definitely good. They're too good not to be good. They have a lot of good players. Right. But they're also very thin. Once you get past that top line of eight or nine guys, it's Allen Robinson, it's Cooper Cup, it's Stafford, it's Donald, it's Ramsey, it's Bobby Wagner, right? You've got these top-line superstars – after that, it gets pretty thin pretty quickly as far as NFL experience and as far as just, you know, general talent level. So I, I get I, you want to look at Wagner, you want to look at Donald and Ramsey and say everything's going to be fine. But beyond those headlines, 
there's a lot of question marks. Well, especially if Jalen Ramsey hasn't always looked like Jalen Ramsey. I mean, he's one of the guys you count on to be an anchor and benchmark of that defense. And if he's not the guy that he seemed to be, you know, certainly in Jacksonville, but even last year at his best with the Rams, that defense starts becoming different. The other question, too, is the Matt Stafford elbow. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how much is his elbow a thing? Like, you know, and the it's been an extremely Cooper Cup-centric offense so Super far. Super heavy. How much of that is just Cooper Cup is amazing. The two of them have obviously a chemistry that sure. basically began minute like minute one. How much of it is just this is them and this is how they operate together versus is Stafford somewhat less confident about these other throws, particularly with receivers he doesn't know as well, maybe in part because of that elbow. Here, Here's why I am generally optimistic about where they are. And it has nothing to do with anything other than one person because I don't think this is true in the NBA and I don't think this is true in Major League Baseball when you have a coach like Sean McVay he so much of the NFL is figuring out what you have figuring out how to maximize what you have and figuring out how to maybe conceal some of the things that you don't have I don't know if there's anybody that's better at that than he is that that you Dave Roberts can't work around not having a guy to pitch the ninth inning. The ninth inning is coming, and you have to deal with it. In basketball, if you have Giannis and and Chris Middleton, and I don't, you're going to beat me, right? There's only so much you can do for these things. But football's a little bit different like that, that there's scheme, there's game plan, there's there's all sorts of being able to maximize what you do. And I think this is – we'll see what happens this year, but why I'm so bullish on them, just generally speaking, even though the, the first couple of games have been a real mixed bag at best, I feel good about it because that guy's there. He'll figure it out where, and I mean, just because he was the guy that was here before him, Jeff Fisher never filled you with, uh, he'll, he'll figure it out. Give him some time, he'll figure it out. I, I never thought, thought that Jeff Fisher was going to figure anything out. No, it felt like Jeff Fisher was like, I have figured it out. Like, this is the figured out version. They just need to do it better. Like the problem you, is, you know, you're exactly right. By the way, they're not executing. Yeah, I've got this thing down to a science. This offense would tear up Foothills Junior High <laughs> if they would just do it right. Yeah, and that's Todd Gurley's line that we're running a middle school so, offense. I have a tweet from Big John too. It's in response to like, where is Carmen San Diego? Where is Sliwa San Diego? He says, I had two guesses. One, he was in the wine box that you sent to Susan, so he's going <laughs> to pop out. <laughs> or he's sitting an anniversary cake that he's going to pop out of tonight. At the anniversary dinner, that would ruin the anniversary. If Slee were, by, by the way, why? Okay, here's it. That's that's good. Why was that ever a thing? Why was the idea of bearing a woman in a cake some incredibly exciting, you know, um, um, salacious, titillating sort of? Hey, wait, a woman is in the cake. Oh that was a thing that people used to get excited about. Well, I mean, this is what happens when generation after generation, decade after decade, men are in charge of everything. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't that ruins cake. Like, I got a chance to have a nice cake and there's a human being in it? Doesn't sound good. Not if the woman in question is hot enough to overshadow the cake. I think you care too much about cake. Why not have cake and a beautiful woman? Like, that sounds like, I I like cake and I like women. Why why do we have to jam those two things together? It seems unnecessary to me. Because, again, if you are trying to make everything as sexy woman-centric from a man's point of view as possible, you even put the woman inside the cake. You know what looked great on her? German chocolate cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, hit, hit her with a little red velvet. Ooh la la. I don't, no, don't understand. Again, you, you have, again, because society has always been, you know, and this is just not America, this is throughout the world, throughout time, so male-centric, the idea of, we get just, it's a simple cake, but guess what? I can have a woman it's pop out of it. A simple case. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I can have a woman pop out of it. Why? Because I can. All right. Old man alert from Travis coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I don't think I'll open up with that one. Wouldn't Andy recommend Kim- it. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Netsky in for Salee today. Ask Andy is just around the corner. We'll be doing that. 1045, you can send him in. You can get it on, on the phone, 877-710-3776. Uh, Melizano88 says, Slee's at the library reading Mexican restaurants for dummies. <laughs> 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 so, maybe. I mean, there, I, I've... It, why not? If you're educating yourself, it's, then there's no wrong way to do that, right? Again, the man grew up in San Diego, since moved to Los Angeles. To the best of my knowledge, other than his various world travels, yes, this is where he's always lived. Yes. How can you be this big of a rookie in a Mexican restaurant? It, it's mind-bending. It, it really is. It's, it's impossible to wrap. I, I would recommend you don't start to think about it because it will keep you up tonight. Like it did to me for a couple of days along the way. Um, Al Pastor 225 says, We've established that Slee works for the CS, uh, CIA because of his refusal to divulge his Mexican food order, and he has a top-secret mission. That or he's camping. <laughs> Maybe, though. I mean, if we're going to take uh... – if we're going to take Al Pastor at his word, maybe this mission is in Mexico. Ah. And he can't let people know that he's been in and out of the country enough or that he knows anything about the culture. You this is part of the cover Mexico! story. Well, that could be it, right? That he That's exactly his cover, and he is a chef from Mexico City, and I can't let it out of the bag. That if I, if I let anybody know that I have intimate knowledge, then... A chef from Mexico explodes. City who also kills for a living. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. You know. By the way, see, we got there's another movie for us. I've I've already forgot what our first one was, but that can be our second one. Oh, the 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 first Bubba, one, the the monkey or whatever, Gleek, the Wonder Gleek, Twins. Gleek, whatever. Yeah, the, <laughs> a very dark turn on the Wonder Twins. Yeah, shh, don't tell anybody anything. All right, um, Judge is going for sixty one. Um, it's on Apple TV tonight. <laughs> oh God! Okay. I see your face, uh, man. <laughs> So a couple of things. Number one, um, Apple has an ad that, that it's been all over the internet. I, I would assume that they've changed it by now. Um, it's they play the Red Sox. The ad. Let me say it again. Aaron Judge is attempting to tie the American League record for home runs in a season. Another Yankee legend in Roger Maris. He's already tied Babe Ruth. Who do you think the Yankee of choice in the Apple TV ad promoting tonight's game is? I would think Aaron Judge? You'd be wrong. It would be Giancarlo Stanton. So we've already kind of gotten off on the wrong foot here, right? That people that, look, I have an iPhone. I have an Apple laptop right in front of me. I'm Team Apple. I'm, I'm a fan of their gadgets. I don't know, however, if this is the right crew that we need to... Um, memorialize and and authenticate what could be a historic moment tonight because um, for, as it, what is it right now ten thirty six on Friday morning we're not going to have cut ins on MLB Network or Fox or MLB TV or any or any of these things where typically when you have these historic moments it's like if you want to flip over and see ESPN or any of these teams that cover sports. It's going to be on Apple TV exclusively. It's going to be called by Apple TV 
Play-by-play people, Michael Kay, the voice of the Yankees, is not going to be on it, last I heard. Now, there'll be home radio, but what could be an opportunity to maybe pull in one or two people who are not traditional baseball fans and everything you could get wrong, they've gotten wrong. Now, does does this ad say just Yankees, Red Sox, Apple TV, and then a picture of Stanton, or does it say... Watch Aaron Judge go for sixty one. The, the first and then thing. Okay. The first thing. And there's a picture. I believe it was Xander Bogarts is also in the, in the picture because <laughs> they play the Red Sox tonight. Yes. So Aaron Judge got a chance to tie Rod, American League record Yankee Stadium number ninety nine six foot seven. He's King Kong, right? He hits home runs. You know, five hundred foot home runs. Let's put up Bogarts and Stanton. Is it possible that the people over at Apple TV are not aware that Aaron Judge is <laughs> well, that, chasing this record? Is that not the problem, right? This is the look, I, I get it. I want baseball to be on as many places as possible. This is not the right venue for that. I mean, maybe they just they did this gra- I mean, my my wife works in TV and movie advertising. I know like this graphic work can be really expensive. Maybe they made this one ahead of time. And they don't want to. Isn't wanna... it worth redoing? <laughs> like, don't you put a hey, look, look, man? It's going to cost us a little over time. Even, but even Apple, man, they're a bottom line. They got a bottom line like everybody else. Get what is it, Tim Cook? Get Tim Cook on the phone and say, Mr. Cook, we we've got an issue that we've got this game. Yeah, remember when we bought baseball on Friday nights? Well, turns out we might have the game of the year on our channel. Can we, uh, you know, get the right picture up there? It does not. I mean, first of all, you should be saying like, spell it out. Watch Aaron Judge go for the record. Like, don't even just put up Aaron Judge's photo because you're taking a chance on A, people not necessarily recognizing sure. Aaron Judge, B, people not recognizing, hey, he could be making history. Spell the whole damn thing out, especially if you're trying to get people to change their habits. You got to give them a reason to change their habits. Like, you know, I've, I've heard people say before that they think Amazon, for example, overpaid like an Al Michaels for Thursday night. I disagree. I think if you are looking to get people who don't have Prime, and granted it seems like nobody on the planet doesn't have Prime, but if you are looking to get people to subscribe to Prime and specifically to do it for the NFL, you are likely going after an older demographic. Yep. You got to give older people what they know because old people are set in their ways. Yep. So in order to make an old person figure out what, you know, Amazon Prime is and how to work their box and give all them that. Al Michaels yes. and give them NFL football. Exactly. Exactly. But you got to give them everything right. they know. Right. And get you know what happened with Amazon? They had their largest sign up day ever on game one of Thursday night football. So mission accomplished, yeah. right? They they got exactly hey, there's a a to your point, most people our age and down have Prime, know what Prime is, streaming is a familiar thing that we do, whatever. Most people may be a little bit older than you and I are, and up are our traditional television viewers, cable, satellite, TV, whatever. So, But they like the NFL. When it's time to watch it, hey, well, why is it not on CBS or Fox or the NFL? Wait, wait, Prime? Wait, oh, I got to sign up. All right, I guess I'll sign. It worked, right? This, I don't think, no one's searching this out in this moment and signing up for it. This is just a huge missed opportunity unless you by think, baseball. Right, unless you just think Yankees, Red Sox sells itself, which to a certain degree it does. To baseball fans. But you are, again, this is not just a play for baseball fans. This is a play, frankly, for old codgers and coots and people who are sedentary in <laughs> nature. Yeah, old coots. <laughs> You're trying to get old coots to change. Old coots hate change. Attention coots. Right. <laughs> Attention coots. You are trying you're trying to get an old person to like not go to the buffet at 4:30 and because they can't be away from the TV right. or from the phone or whatever they they don't know cable how to news. Right. Cable <laughs> news. They like you've got to get them to change everything. I'll tell you right now, if you put whatever news channel you're talking about <laughs> yeah. on well, Amazon. Two choices. Just put it on there, right? You're but on if you, team A or B. If you put it on Amazon Prime, you got to dress it up. Otherwise, the old coot's going to say no. I need to see Aaron Judge's home run in real time as it's happening, and I don't want to have to go find app. I I, I know how to do it. Do you need but a I'm, password? I, I, I actually... <laughs> 
have Apple TV, I think, maybe. I <laughs> I'm know. not sure I have it either. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> I maybe. I feel, like I've, I feel like I've seen an episode of Ted Lasso. I've never seen Lasso, Ted Lasso. Um, but I don't know if I've ever gone back to I, I I may or may not have. It. I, I had don't a, know was the point. I had a trial version of it because I remember I, that's what I, I, I a laptop or something. Yeah, it was on a well, it was on a laptop, but also I, I mean I put it on my television. I'm gonna say if you got a recently got a Apple product, you have a year of Apple TV for free. So um, I think you just got. Oh, an then Apple I have that, but I don't think I do. Or maybe that's an old uh, offer they used to have, but I know that's how I got it the first time. Well, I just I know that I have a I had a trial version of Apple TV because that's how I watched that uh, Denzel Washington Francis McDormand version of Hamlet. Like mm-hmm. I, there were a couple right, right. things I watched on it. Then I let it expire, but I think my wife. The reason I let it expire is I think my wife was like, "I've got a subscription." Like why? <laughs> yeah. So the answer is I'm not sure if I have Apple TV or not. So I got some tweets uh, about more about Sliwa. Where in the world is uh, Sliwa San Diego? So Ivan in Monrovia said that Slee is in La Paz figuring out what sides for his choice of entree. And then uh, Chris said he's getting a Raiders tattoo because commitment to excellence. So if he comes back on, on Monday with a, with a Raiders tattoo, I think this is all worth it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know where he is. I don't know what he's doing. But I'm going to feel very comfortable scratching that off the list. Look, <laughs> that Hal's coming back <laughs> with a Raider tattoo. Speaking of that, I mean... I preface this by saying it's impossible to bring down an organization like the Raiders because they're too busy doing it to themselves. <laughs> but Sliwa has brought down that organization ever since he became a fan. It's It hasn't gone his way. No. I, I, I know that Like he thinks it's... I'll, I'll give you my theory on Slee's Raider fandom coming up in just a little bit. Ask Andy is coming up next. 877-710-3776. 877-710-ESPN. Of course, you can send them to me on Twitter as well. At Travis Rogers. Ask Andy around the corner on Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Andy, just like I do with Al, I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want to start on the phones or do you want to start on Twitter? Start on the phones. All right, let's go to Oxnard and Brian. Hashtag Ask Andy. What do you got for us, Brian? Hey, what's going on? Um, Yeah, so my question is, what is your favorite urban legend that you believe is true? And if this is a little too childish of a question, what is a conspiracy theory that you might believe is actually true? Thank you, Brian. Well, I mean, my favorite urban legend, at least in sports, has been confirmed, which I found delightful. It was uh, the Dikembe Mutombo, who wants to sex Mutombo <laughs> in the gold club. <laughs> you like, got to tell the story. Um, years ago, <laughs> there was a, a gentleman's club in um, Atlanta. in Atlanta that ended up getting in some legal trouble, and it ended up ensnaring a bunch of NBA players who were regulars <laughs> in there. Like, they, they weren't necessarily accused of wrongdoing. It just came out. They were patrons. Right. And very frequent patrons. <laughs> yes. And a story that came from that was that Dikembe Mutombo used to walk in and <laughs> loudly declare, who wants to sex Mutombo? The inference being it wasn't just <laughs> lap dances going on there. And it was confirmed, I want to say, by Alonzo Mourning. But if not Alonzo Mourning, it was confirmed by somebody in the NBA <laughs> that that story was true, which was delightful because I remember when it came out, and it was about maybe 15, 20 years between the story coming out and the confirmation. Yes. I had decided it's true because I wanted to be true. <laughs> well, that's all that I really yes. need. Once I hear something I want to be true, it's true yes. to me. 
So whether it is or not is irrelevant. I mean, another conspiracy theory that I've long thrown out there, and I want to preface this, is not based on anything that I know. Yep. This is just what I believe. The reason that the Lakers for several years managed to just fall ass backward into lottery picks, uh, despite you know during the period of the kids yeah. and a little bit before the kids, despite three number twos in a row, right? yes, despite yeah. uh, working their absolute hardest chasing eight seeds inexplicably and having it thankfully blow up in their faces, <laughs> was that was the league rigging the lottery in recognition that they overreached with the Chris Paul trade, hashtag mm. basketball reasons, hashtag never forget. <laughs> right. And that was the league making right a serious wrong. And you could see they, they kind of made it a little too obvious, as you mentioned, three number twos in a row, mm-hmm. because a number one would be too obvious. Yeah. But you're not going to go below two. But two in the NBA, that's kind of the black hole of draft picks. I mean, I know Kevin Durant was there. There's some, but that there's a lot be, more it, misses than hits. It can be dicey, spot. but you know, Brandon Ingram is yeah. a serious player. Okay, uh, let's go to the next one here. This is from uh, Bowser, and it says, Tomorrow is my first baby shower, first kid. Do I need to get my wife a gift? Absolutely. Yes. Really? Yes. It, the first year, on the other way on that. The first year with your child and everything that comes with having that child, specifically, I mean, your wife going through labor. Everything involving that child is it's an impetus for getting a gift for your wife. But the baby shower implies that everyone else is coming over to shower her with additional gifts. Do you need? Is it those a gift people for are eventually going to leave your house, <laughs> and then you're with your wife. Who's going to be thinking about you not getting her a gift? I mean, you've heard of you've heard of push gifts, right? No, push gifts are a thing where basically you're just some type of tradition where you get your wife a gift for going through the delivery process. Oh, like a pushing, push gift, okay. pushing through. Um, delivery it's is not a bad idea. Delivery is my wife. St- my wife had a tough labor uh, for our daughter. It was I think about forty eight hours in total, wow. I, and. I still hear about this. I still hear about this like it was my fault. What? There's a great, by the way, too, when we got to Cedars, this is this was one of those, this is so not my fault, but I ended up in the doghouse anyway. We get to Cedars, and they're incredibly busy. Like, they've got nowhere to put us, so I'm not exaggerating. We got put in a closet. We really got put in some type of, like, equipment closet. <laughs> like, there's gauze stacks and yes. bandages. Yes. And, okay. There is hospital equipment all <laughs> around us as my wife is going through oh my gosh. You know, the pains and, and you know, the, what, whatever you call that. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the various Labor pains. pains. Labor pains. Yes. So I'm doing my best to comfort her, but also make sure I don't speak unless <laughs> spoken to. Like, anything I say is going to be wrong. This guy comes in to check on us. Turns out he's a massive Laker fan. Oh, no. Who recognizes me <laughs> and wants to start talking Lakers. I'm like, dude, not now. There's not a, now. I, I've heard, I think it was on, I forget which podcast I heard, but um, Julia Louis Dreyfus was a guest on a podcast I was listening to. She was delivering one of her children and was in the midst of the whole thing and needed to use the bathroom okay so she goes to the restroom and a nurse opens the door she's in the middle of the whole process and goes elaine uh not right now not not right now my wife was giving me such dagger eyes i'm like this is not it's not like i started talking shop with him i was like right. not now man get out of here not get out of here time and place my man uh, let's see here disc writes would you fight mike tomlin for a million dollars yeah right okay five seconds of work five five hundred thousand dollars let's find the number You'd fight him for a half a million. Yeah, Would you? Okay, let's let's. Go, you're basically let's asking me, will I get punched in the face for half a no, million dollars? You have dollars? to try and fight him. You it's can't not going to matter. Take a dive. I'm not taking a dive. If Mike Tomlin clocks me, I'm out. Would you fight Mike Tomlin for ten thousand dollars? <sighs> depends the day. How close am I to the end of the month? Like it, it depends a lot. Do I get cash? Yes. <laughs> Do I have to declare this on my? Is it a ten ninety nine situation? The way I the way I generally think about this sort of stuff is: could I write the check on my own? Like I could write a ten thousand dollar check on my own. It would it would be painful. You know, <laughs> sure, I would I would notice writing that check, but I can write a ten thousand dollar check. I cannot write a five hundred thousand dollar check. 
So no. that's where it starts becoming interesting. Yeah, you have fifty thousand. Fifty grand. I'd let almost anybody beat me up for yeah. fifty thousand dollars. Look, I do. If you're interested, at Travis Rogers, you know. Where to find <laughs> Look, me. Man, I, I've on a few occasions, I've been punched in the face for free. <laughs> yeah. So well, you might even have earned it, so to speak, right? Actually, no. No, you've always been the peacemaker in these in situations. The per- in the particular times I can think of where I got punched in the face, I actually did not earn it. Philly Phil writes, do the Cam brothers secretly wish that someone on the regular crew at ESPN gets sick so they can feel in and fill in and be heard? Secretly? <laughs> I mean, secretly. Like, what are you, are you hoping for just like a cough or a cold? Or are you hoping like, hey, you know, I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss eight or nine days and you get a real, a, a real nice comfy run? I don't want anything that's life-threatening. <laughs> like, I, I don't want anybody to be seriously ill. Where you know they have to worry about you know, life expectancy, what about future. What like an orthopedic injury? Oh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> like a dislocated shoulder. You're gonna heal up for a few weeks. Be fine. Yeah. One more. Uh, Ash hashtag Ask AK. We all know Slee's affection for Eldon Campbell and Sedale Threat. Who are Andy's borderline Laker legends of choice? Border. Uh, okay, my number one is obviously Slava Medvedenko. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say I could have answered that. Slava's one my boy. Yeah. I love my my favorite detail. In do you remember the book Phil Jackson wrote? Um, in it came out in between his first stint and his second. That's one was critical of Kobe, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. and and it, a lot of people focused on him being critical of Kobe. The reality is there was a lot more uh, really explosive stuff in that book that mm-hmm. I think just revealed most of the people reacting to this hadn't actually read the book. <laughs> right, but there's a great detail in there where, according to Phil, this you know during that season where Kobe was threatening a lot to leave basically if it wasn't going to be his team moving forward but according to phil kobe threatened to leave and take slava with him i was like (laughs) chef's kiss baby that's awesome and and phil actually noted he's like if kobe wants the ball more slava is the last teammate (laughs) he should be taking like slava slava was quite the black hole on offense another guy another one of my all-time favorite uh you know, just borderline who cares, Lakers. Von Wafer. Oh, my gosh. I barely oh, remember him. Von, Wa- Von Wafer would take shots at Kobe. He was like, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, that's, my, I still remember my favorite Von Wafer. There's two. Two favorite Von Wafer sequences. First, I was at Summer League. I watched him double dribble trying to call timeout. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Another time, I was, I was watching a game. They were playing in Indiana, and they were just getting killed. Like, they just got crushed in this game. And there's, like, maybe seven seconds left. And Von Wafer, for people who don't remember him, he was a rookie shooting guard, played one year with the Lakers during Phil's first season back, the the first of the uh, Kwame Smush years. Mm-hmm. They're getting blown out. The ball gets inbounded to Von. Anybody else is just going to dribble out the clock. You're down by, like, 25 points or something. Von sprints up court, parks himself behind the three-point line, fires misses badly i'm like that's my boy love this guy so good answers right there we got some more ask andy's we'll sprinkle them on uh through the rest of the course of the show um craig kimbrell the let it go streak is over and i have a real worry for the first time in some time that's next it's travis lee andy's in for slee on 710 espn robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 